Hare Krishna. Good morning and welcome to the daily morning Srimad Bhagavatam class. Hi. Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jaya Gopijana Vallabha Girivaradhari Jaya Gopijana Vallabha Girivaradhari Yashoda Nandana Brajajana Ranjana Yashoda Nandana Brajajana Ranjana Yashoda Nandana Brajajana Ranjana Yashoda Nandana Brajajana Ranjana Yamuna Tira Vanachari Yamuna Tira Vanachari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jaya Gopijana Vallabha Girivaradhari Jaya Gopijana Vallabha Girivaradhari Yashoda Nandana Brajajana Ranjana Yashoda Nandana Brajajana Ranjana 
ಯಶೋದಾನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜ ಜನರಂಜನ ಯಶೋದಾನಂದನ ಬ್ರಜ ಜನರಂಜನ ಯಮುನ ತೀರಾವನಚಾರಿ ಯಮುನ ತೀರಾವನಚಾರಿ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೆ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೆ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೆ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೆ ಹರೆ ಜಯ ಪ್ರಭು ಪದ ಜಯ ಪ್ರಭು ಪದ ಜಯ ಪ್ರಭು ಪದ ಜಯ ಪ್ರಭು ಪದ ಜಯ ಜಯ ಪ್ರಭು 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 ಜಯ ಜಯ ಪ್ರಭು ಜಾಯಂ ವಿಷ್ಣುಪಾದ ಪರಮಹಂಸ ಪರಿವ್ರಾಜಕಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಅಷ್ಟೋತ್ತರ ಸದಶ್ರೀ ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಡಿವೈನ್ ಗ್ರೇಸ್ ಎಸಿ ಭಕ್ತಿ ವೇದಾಂತ ಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಶಿಲ ಪ್ರಾಪಾ ಕೀ ಜಯ ಗ್ರಂಥರಾಜ್ ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ ಭಾಗವತಂ ಕೀ ಜಯ ಸಮವೇತ ಭಕ್ತ ವೃಂದ ಕೀ ಜಯ ನಿತಾಯ ಗೌರ್ ಪ್ರೇಮಾನಂದೇ ಆಲ್ ಗ್ಲೋರಿಸ್ ಟು ದಿ ಅಸೆಂಬಲ್ ಡಿವೋಟೀಸ್ ಆಲ್ ಗ್ಲೋರಿಸ್ ಟು ದಿ ಅಸೆಂಬಲ್ ಡಿವೋಟೀಸ್ ಆಲ್ ಗ್ಲೋರಿಸ್ ಟು ದಿ ಅಸೆಂಬಲ್ ಡಿವೋಟೀಸ್ ಆಲ್ ಗ್ಲೋರಿಸ್ ಆಲ್ ಗ್ಲೋರಿಸ್ ಆಲ್ ಗ್ಲೋರಿಸ್ ಟು ಶ್ರೀ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರು ಅಂಡ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಗೌರಾಂಗ ಆಲ್ ಗ್ಲೋರಿಸ್ ಟು ಶಿಲ ಪ್ರಾಪಾದ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ವಾಸುದೇವಾಯ ನಾರಾಯಣ ನಮಸ್ಕೃತ ನರಂ ಚೈವ ನರೋತ್ತಮ 
ದೇವಂ ಸರಸ್ವತಿ ವ್ಯಾಸ ತಯಮುದೀರೇತ್ ನಷ್ಟಪ್ರಾಯು ಭದ್ರೇಶು ನಿತ್ಯಂ ಭಾಗವತ ಸೇವೆಯ ಭಗವತಿ ಉತ್ತಮ ಶ್ಲೋಕೇ ಭಕ್ತಿರ್ಭವತಿ ನೈಷ್ಟಿಕಿ so we are continuing with canto 1 chapter 10 titled departure of lord krishna for dwaraka and this is text 28 today okay nunam vratasnana huta dineshwara samarchito hyasya grihita panibhi ಪಿಬಂತಿ ಆಸಾಕ್ಯದರಾಮೃತ ಮೃತ ಮುಹೂರ್ ಪಿಬಂತಿ ಸಖ್ಯದರಾಮೃತ ಮುಹೂರ್ ವ್ರಜಸ್ತ್ರಿಯ ಸಂಮುಹುರ್ಯದಾಶಯ ನೂನ ವ್ರತಸ್ನಾನಹುತೇಶ್ವರ ಸಮರ್ಚಿತೃಹೀತ ಪಿಬಂತಿ ಸಖ್ಯದರಾಮೃತ ಮುಹೂರ್ ವ್ರಜಸ್ತ್ರಿಯ ಸಂಮುಹುರ್ಯದಾಶಯ ಸ್ನಾನಹುತೇಶ್ವರ ನೃತಸ್ನಾನಹುತೇಶ್ವರ ಸಮರ್ಚಿತೃಹೀತ ಪಿಬಂತಿಧರಾಮೃತ ಮುಹೂರ್ ಪ್ರಜಸ್ತ್ರಿಯ ಸಂಮುಹುರ್ಯ ವ್ರಜಸ್ನಾನಹುತೇಶ್ವರ ಸಮರ್ಚಿತೃಹೀತಿಬಂತಿ ಸಖ್ಯಧರಾಮೃತ ಮುಹೂರ್ ರಜಸ್ತ್ರಿಯ ಸಂಮುಹುರ್ಯದಾಶ್ರಯ Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Shula Prabhupada, Shula Prabhupada ki jai. This is the word for word. Please repeat. Noonam. Certainly in the previous birth. Vratha. Wow. Snana. Bath. Huta. 
sacrifice in the fire. Adina, by all these. Ishwaraha, the personality of Godhead. Samarchitaha, perfectly worshipped. He, certainly. Asya, his. Drihita Panibihi, by the married wives. Pibanti, relishes. Ya, those who. Sakhi, O friend, Adhara Amritam, the nectar from his lips. Muhuhu, again and again. Vrajastriyaha, the damsels of Vrajabhumi. Sammumuhu, often fainted. Yet Ashayaha, Expecting to be favored in that way. Translation. Oh friends, just think of his wives whose hand he has accepted. How they must have undergone vows, baths, fire sacrifices and perfect worship of the Lord of the universe to constantly relish now the nectar from his lips by kissing. The damsels of Rajabhumi would often faint just by expecting such favors. Please repeat. Oh friends, just think of his wives whose hands he has accepted. How they must have undergone vows, baths, fire sacrifices and perfect worship of the Lord of the universe to constantly relish now the nectar from his lips by kissing, the damsels of Rajabhumi would often faint just by expecting such favors. Purport. Religious rites prescribed in the scriptures are meant to purify the mundane qualities of the conditioned souls to enable them to be gradually promoted to the stage of rendering transcendental service unto the Supreme Lord. Attainment of this stage of pure spiritual life is the highest perfection and this stage is called Swarupa or the factual identity of the living being. Liberation means renovation of this stage of Swarupa. In that perfect stage of Swarupa, the living being is established in five phases of loving service, one of which is the stage of Madhurya Rasa or the humor of conjugal love. The Lord is always perfect in himself and thus he has no hankering for himself. He, however, becomes a master, a friend, a son or a husband to fulfill the intense love of the devotee concerned. Herein, two classes of devotees of the Lord are mentioned in the stage of conjugal love. One is Swakiya and the other is Parakiya. Both of them are in conjugal love with the personality of Godhead Krishna. The queens at Dwaraka were Swakiya or duly married wives, but the damsels of Raja were young friends of the Lord while he was unmarried. The Lord stayed at Vrindavan till the age of 16 and his friendly relations with the neighboring girls were in terms of Parakiya. These girls as well as the queens underwent severe penances by taking vows, 
bathing and offering sacrifices in the fire as prescribed in the scriptures. The rites as they are are not an end in themselves, nor are fruit of action, culture of knowledge or perfection in mystic powers ends in themselves. They are all means to attain to the highest stage of Swarupa, to render constitutional transcendental service to the Lord. Each and every living being has his individual position in one of the above-mentioned five different kinds of reciprocating means with the Lord. And in one's pure spiritual form of Swarupa, the relation becomes manifest without mundane affinity. The kissing of the Lord, either by his wives or his young girlfriends who aspired to have the Lord as their fiancé, is not of any mundane perverted quality. Had such things been mundane, a liberated soul like Shukadev Goswami would not have taken the trouble to relish them. Nor would Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu have been inclined to participate in those subjects after renouncing worldly life. The stage is earned after many, many lives of penance. Om Ajnana Timirandasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshuron Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Utapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamsha Shri Rupam Sahrajatam Sahagana Ragunatan Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakan Vitamsha he Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bando Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpatarubhyasya Kripasindubhyayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadara Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Namaom Vishnupadaya Krishna Prestaya Bhutale Srimathe Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswate Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvisesha Shunyavadi Pashatyadeshatarine This was way above my pay grade. Huh? <laughs> We're continuing with... Uh, with with uh, the prayers of the the women of Hastinapur, Krishna is walking down the street, and they are up on the rooftops of these palaces, and they are looking at Krishna leaving Hastinapur to Dwarka, and these are their prayers, and they are thinking about different aspects uh, of Krishna, and and in this aspect, they are specifically thinking about uh, the conjugal relationship that Krishna has with the queens of uh, Dwarka. And and also uh, the the damsels of Raja, of Raja's trees. Right. But and it's interesting how uh, 
Prabhupada starts this purport, right? Uh, he says, the religious rites prescribed in the scriptures are meant to purify the mundane qualities of the conditioned souls to enable them to be gradually promoted. So, so this is how we can approach this topic. <laughs> By purifying ourselves and gradually promoting ourselves to, to this, uh, this topic. Because this is, this is the highest uh, uh, spiritual uh, topic. Right? So that's what Prabhupada always said. You have to go through the first uh, uh, nine cantos before you can, you can actually uh, go to the tenth canto. You can't directly just jump into the tenth canto. Because we will misunderstand such things uh, if we directly jump into the tenth canto of uh, Srimad Bhagavatam. But, but even then, we get glimpses of this in the, in the first canto, right? Uh, such exalted topics. So, uh, this we can see even in, in, in the Nectar of Instructions. Srila uh, Prabhupada writes in the preface for Nectar of Instructions, this is the, the primary study for neophyte devotees, uh, the, the Nectar of Instructions. And yet we see in the Nectar of Instructions that Rupa Goswami speaks about Srimati Radharani and, and really esoteric topics even there. So it, it's there, but we speak up to which level and things like that. It depends on our progress, right? So, so this is uh, this is how the the condition of everybody in this material world is that we have to purify ourselves. We are contaminated. We are contaminated by what mainly? Uh, we are contaminated by mainly lust. Lust essentially is an intense desire to satisfy our own senses. It could be anything. Intense desire for power, intense desire for money, intense desire for sexual desires, intense desire for eating, whatever. But this intense desire for satisfying ourselves, that is, that is essentially lust. Right? So, uh, but, but what we see in the spiritual world is, is the complete opposite of it. There is this intense desire, but not to satisfy ourselves, but to satisfy Krishna. And it is with this viewpoint that uh, that we have to see the activities of Krishna uh, in the in the spiritual world, or when he comes to enact those pastimes for us to uh, experience those, so that we can actually know this is not where we are supposed to be. The material world is not where it's supposed to be. We are supposed to be with Krishna, because Chaitanya Charitamrita says, "Jivair Swarupahoy Krishnaer Nityadas," that all of us by our constitutional position. Or Prabhupada uses this word several, several times, Swarupa. Right? Prabhupada says, the factual identity of the living being. That's what he defines Swarupa is. And that Swarupa of all the living entities, irrespective of who they are, is to be servants of Krishna. Right? Jivair Swarupa Hoy, Krishna Das. And with this basic relationship of servitude towards Krishna, we can have five primary mellows or rasas that we can exchange with Krishna or relationship that we can exchange with Krishna. Right? That Prabhupada also mentions four of them here. Uh, the first is Shantarasa or relationship in uh, awe and reverence. We, we, we know who Krishna is. We know Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. We are completely in awe of, of Krishna. That's, that's Shantarasa. And then it slowly gradually develops into Dasya Rasa, right? where we, we think that I am Krishna's servant. At this point, we really have a relationship with Krishna, where there is exchange of uh, love uh, back and forth. There is actual service. In Shantarasa, there is actually no service, personal service. But in Dasya Rasa, there is actual service. Uh, and then we have 
higher than that is sakya rasa or relationship with krishna and friendship and even in sakya rasa there is various grades that krishna's friends who are equal to him who are little bit elder to him who are little bit younger to him like that there is variety is these are broad categories right even in even in dasya there is there is a wide uh, what do you say spectrum uh, of how you can do this uh, relate relate with krishna and then above uh, sakya rasa is uh, vatsalya rasa of where somebody thinks that they are parents of krishna in the relationship where krishna is subservient at this point krishna becomes subservient even to the devotees right and this month glorifies that <laughs> what what more can glorify that than uh, than uh, the damodar leela right and we'll talk about that a little bit later and then the highest is uh, madhurya rasa or relationship with krishna in conjugal love where we uh, we want krishna to be our fiance or we want krishna to be our husband like that so these are the five primary categorization of uh, the relationships that we can have with krishna and we we ha- attain this swarupa when we purify ourselves prabhupad says in the purport that all of us have this relationship with krishna uh, it's it's not something that's uh, outside of us right um, that is that yeah each and every living being has his individual position in one of the above mentioned five different kinds of reciprocation so all of us have this uh, uh relationship with krishna it's just that we've forgotten uh, our relationship with krishna and prabhupada says this is what we are here to do and he uses a he he uses an interesting word uh, if i can find that i think he uses um rebuilding something like that okay i i i'm not able to find the word which means we, the, the relationship is already there it's just that we have forgotten that relationship the entire endeavor of us practicing bhakti is to reawaken that relationship that we have with krishna right and this is a gradual process so we start with adav shraddha tata sadhu sanga bhajana kriya that it's it happens in a very systematic way that's why prabhupad often said this is a science this is not sentimentality you know so all of us uh, would have would have started with adav shraddha that somebody would have called us or somebody would have give, would have given us a book or something like that and we had this little faith adav shraddha to say that hey i'm going to go and then listen to what these guys are saying or i'm going to open a page of this book and see what what what's being mentioned and then okay if i like it i'm going to probably go there again or if i don't like it i'm probably not going to go there again <laughs> right so this there is this initial faith that all of us uh, need in order to start this practice of bhakti um and then with this initial faith we go and associate with devotees and then say hey these are not a bad bunch of people <laughs> i can associate with them what they say resonates with me it's is good for me i i like what they're saying and then we start associating with them more and more and more and that is sadhu sangha and once we are in the association of devotees then we actually some of us commit to the path and say that hey i really want to do what these people are doing what these devotees are doing i like what they're doing i want to commit myself to that to that path i think that is the right uh, path for me right and then that's when we actually uh, uh, surrender to a spiritual master we actually accept a teacher 
and that's when actual bhakti begins or bhajana kriya begins where we start our actual abhideya so initially we get to know the sambandha that i am not this body i am the spiritual and i am krishna das i am the servant of krishna i have this relationship with krishna and then what do i do to rekindle that relationship is abhideya which is basically all the practices of bhakti that we do to eventually attain the prayojana or the goal which is to reawaken our relationship in one of these five specific relationships that we have with krishna and the specific relationship that we are talking about in this verse is madhurya rasa so um uh, the rupago swami has studied all these rasas in detail in in bhakti rasamrita sindhu and then the highest rasa i mean we can say but uh, is madhurya rasa objectively <laughs> yeah, but whichever rasa that we have or whichever relationship that we have with krishna will be completely satisfied in that relationship that we have with krishna for us that is the best relationship right but the acharyas have studied all the all the uh, rasas and have come to the conclusion that madhurya rasa is the highest of all rasas because it contains all the other rasas within itself if you see gradually every rasa encompasses the other rasa also so for example dasya rasa also has shanta rasa in it hanuman ji who is in dasya rasa has extreme on reverence to lord ramachandra right and yet he has this extra thing of dasya of of uh, of servitude towards ramachandra and similarly uh, if you if you look at sakya rasa shanta rasa and dasya rasa are encompassed in this and then arjun is is a great example of sakya rasa right krishna uh, was uh, was ready to even be his chariot driver uh, so arjuna and the pandavas are really exalted devotees so like that and vatsalya what to speak of uh, vatsalya I, I, actually even in sakya rasa krishna becomes sometimes subservient to his uh, to his friends right the in vraj there is no on on reverence towards <laughs> towards krishna Uh, the the friends don't give even one bit uh, of uh, uh, more than what krishna actually deserves <laughs> according to them at least right krishna you kill the demons but we could also do it better <laughs> uh, or they they jump up on krishna they they play with krishna they defeat krishna and say that krishna we are more stronger than you <laughs> you know so the, so the, the the friends of krishna and what to speak of vatsalya rasa right where Uh, krishna becomes completely subservient to his parents the and, and also the elder gopas and gopis of vrindavan and especially uh, nanda maharaj and yashoda maiya that krishna is ready to carry the footwear of nanda maharaj on his head and bring it when when nanda baba is asking krishna can you bring my footwear he's ready yes baba i'm going to bring your footwear and uh, and especially the the dhamodar leela which exemplifies uh, that uh, shukadev goswami says nobody up to this point has ever experienced so much mercy that uh, mother yashoda has experienced when she is actually uh, tying krishna uh, to the motor right and uh, we all know this paribhasha sutra of shrimad bhagavatam that ete chamsa kalapumsa krishna stu bhagavan swayam indrari vyakulam lokam hridayanti yuge yuge that krishna is the supreme personality of godhead and all these incarnations that have been described before are is Uh, kala uh, and uh, uh, amsha that they are plenary portions or portions of the plenary portions of krishna 
and uh, all these incarnations that i have mentioned before are like incredible incarnations you have the purusha avatars garbhodaksha vishnu kshirodaksha vishnu karnodaksha vishnu like incredible things that they do and krishna is the supreme personality of god from whom everything is emanating right but vishnu chakravarti thakur says in the 10th canto in the, in the dhamodar leela or just before the dhamodar leela where krishna eats the dirt right krishna is eating the dirt and then the boys have complained to yashoda maya and yashoda maya is asking krishna show me your mouth have you really ha- eaten dirt and then krishna opens his mouth and then he shows the entire universal form to yashoda maya right he she sees all the elements all the planetary systems garbhodaksha vishnu and she even he even zooms into the planet that they are in and then zooms into vraj zooms into the specific place where the brahmanda ghat right that's where krishna showed and then yashoda maya is even seeing herself looking at krishna <laughs> within that universal form so at this point yashoda maya is thinking in philosophical terms that oh uh, probably uh, uh, the relationship that i have with nanda maharaj and krishna and all these are uh, temporary relationships my krishna is the super soul of everybody she she goes into this mood and then yogamaya comes and snaps her out of that and then brings her back to her own vatsalya rasa and then there is this beautiful verse that shukadev goswami uh, recites so i'm going to recite the the previous two we read the translations for the previous two and then we'll go to the actual verse so shukadev goswami says this is 1843 mother yashoda by the grace of the lord could understand the real truth but then again the supreme master by the influence of the internal potency yogamaya inspired her to become absorbed in intense material affection for her son right immediately forgetting yogamaya's illusion that krishna had shown the universal form within his mouth mother yashoda took her son on her lap as before feeling increased affection in her heart for her transcendental child and this is the important verse that vishwanath chakravarti thakur says is the paribhasha sutra of the entire 10th canto okay traya chopanishad bishya उपघीयमानिचल्ड this is how krishna studied right he studied through the vedas the upanishads through sankhya like that and yet that supreme personality of godhead yashoda maya considered her ordinary son which is really remarkable because throughout the nine cantos of shrimad bhagavatam we have never seen this we have never seen this that there is always an aspect of on reverence Uh, in all the devotees that we have seen so far till the ninth canto this is the first time we actually see uh vrajabhakti raghanuga bhakti in terms of vrajabhakti this spontaneous devotional service where the madhurya rasa is completely overpowering the aishwarya rasa of krishna which is which is incredible uh, right and this is uh, the highest uh um uh, uh, highest thing that chaitanya mahaprabhu came to give us this vraj bhakti uh, to 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 krishna and uh, and therefore uh, 
this Vraja Bhakti is not ordinary Bhakti, right? Uh, it is interesting how we we start with Sadhana Bhakti or Vaidhi Sadhana Bhakti, where we go and uh, uh, follow the rules and regulations to purify ourselves. And then once we have purified ourselves, this spontaneity comes about from within our heart. Right? We This spontaneous love for Krishna uh, begins to uh, overflow from our hearts. And at that time, the rules and regulations go out of the window. <laughs> That's why Krishna's pastimes in Vrindavan, it's, it's really confusing to people. That even after the, the, the Ras Leela, where Krishna is dancing with all the cowherd uh, da- damsels of Vrindavan, uh, Parikshit Maharaj asks this question. Right? Krishna comes uh, to establish, establish religion in this world. And yet, we see that he is dancing uh, with this, uh, with with the, with the girls in Vrindavan, and how can Krishna uh, perform such uh, contemptible activities? <laughs> Is what uh, Parishit Maharaj asks uh, Shukadev Goswami uh, at the at the end of the Ras Leela section, and uh, of course uh, it's it's a big answer, uh, but nothing can affect Krishna, and whatever Krishna does is never irreligious. That's what we have to understand. That's how we have to look at these pastimes of Krishna. That these Madhurya Rasa pastimes that Krishna has is not something that is material in nature. Not something that we have between a boy and a girl here. Because all the relationships or anything that we have in this material world is for our own satisfaction. Anything that we see or any person that we see, we we look at it from the perspective of how can I use this thing to satisfy myself? Or what can I get from this person so that I can be satisfied? All the relationships in this material world uh, are of that nature. And all the activities or things that we procure in this material world are essentially of that nature to satisfy our own selfish desires. Right? Oh, and that's why we have conflicts in, the, in, the, in this material world. That... Uh, we are expecting something from the other person so that they can satisfy me. And yet the other person also has the same perspective that this person should satisfy what I want him to do or her to do. And there are always conflicts that are happening. And this is happening between what, 7, 8 billion people in this world. <laughs> so so that's a big problem. And yet, uh, the, it's the exact opposite in the spiritual world that everybody is trying to satisfy Krishna. What can I do so that Krishna is satisfied? Krishna, you can do anything that you want. That I have, I I don't have any expectations from you. This is uh, unalloyed devotional service. You give me this in return. No, there is no thought of, uh, no such thought. It's what can I do to please you, Krishna? And you can do anything that you want. You can do anything that you want, but you will always be the Lord of my heart. Uh, So, Prabhupada goes on to say that such uh, conjugal love is again divided into two parts. One is Swakiya and the other is Parakiya. The Swakiya means uh, they have a married relationship with Krishna, like the queens in Dwaraka. And Parakiya means... Uh, like Krishna had this relationship with the damsels of Raja, where um, uh, they were not officially married. Right? So this is again to give more pleasure to Krishna. This is not so that the 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 Raja gopis can enjoy Krishna. 
No, that is not the intention of the Rajagopis. The intention of the Rajagopis is, what can I do to give pleasure to Krishna? If Krishna wants this, I'll do this. For them, they don't care about social norms. Right? Because they've transcended all of this. So we have to be very careful on where we are in our progress of spiritual life. (laughs) When we are looking at such things and reading or hearing about such things, that we cannot imitate the the highest devotees of the Lord, right? They have completed uh, their sadhana bhakti and they've perfected their sadhana bhakti. They've perfected their raghanuga bhakti and they've achieved actual perfection. They've attained their swarupa, right? This is the their perfection. And they're doing things in perfection, which means they're not doing it for themselves. And that's what Prabhupada writes uh, in, the, in the end, that the kissing uh, of the Lord... Uh, with either the gopis or uh, the the wives uh, is not something that's mundane. Or else, why will Shukadev Goswami talk about it? Or why will Chaitanya Mahaprabhu come to experience that rasa? Right? And this is wonderfully explained uh, in uh, in uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita, where uh, uh, chapter 6 talks about the glories of Advaitacharya. Right? Advaitacharya... His identity is that of uh, Mahavishnu. He is, he is a limb of Mahavishnu. That's what the Chaitanya Charitamrita says. And yet, he wants to be in the position of the servant of Krishna, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu or Krishna. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu respects Advaita Acharya so much, he doesn't want to accept that respect. Because uh, uh, Advaita Acharya was uh, a disciple of Madhavendra Puri. Uh, and Ishwara Puri and uh, Advaita Acharya were all God brothers. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's spiritual master Ishwara Puri and Advaita Acharya were God brothers, and hence Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was giving him all respects. Um, and yet Advaita Acharya didn't like this, you know, uh, and he wanted to be treated as the servant of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, um, so uh, in in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, uh, so every uh, chapter when it begins, there is a summary of the chapter in Chaitanya Charitamrita, right? So, this is what Prabhupada writes. Uh, yeah. When he is addressed as a servitor of Lord Chaitanya, this is uh, Advaita Acharya, his glories are magnified because unless one is invigorated by this mentality of servitorship, one cannot understand the mellows derived from devotional service to the Supreme Lord Sri Krishna. So, if we have to understand these uh, mellows, which are esoteric, really exalted in nature, we have to be imbued with service, right? with the mentality of servitorship. Without the mentality of servitorship, one cannot understand the mellows derived from devotional service and to the supreme personality of Godhead. Right? And then this, the, the second half of the, this chapter in Chaitanya Charitamrita basically goes on to, uh, Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami gives so much pramanas for this exact, exact statement that uh, Prabhupada just mentioned. I'm just going to uh, start off with this section and you can probably read if you want to. This is Chaitanya Charitamrita Adilila, uh, chapter 6, text 53. Um, and, and the text is, Krishnera premera eka apurva prabhava guru samalaguke karaya dasya bhava The love for Krishna has this one unique effect. It imbues superiors, equals and inferiors with the spirit of service to Krishna. It doesn't matter which rasa or relationship that we have with Krishna, but it is imbued with service. Right? 
Yashoda Maya is thinking, I have to teach Krishna a lesson. He can't keep stealing <laughs> uh, from from the other go, other houses in Raj, right? That is her intention of tying Krishna. And the same thought is there in the in in the friends of Krishna in the in the in the uh, in the gopis, Raj gopis. So and Krishna Kaviraj Goswami gives so much pramana from Srimad Bhagavatam that all of such exalted devotees are primarily thinking, how can I serve Krishna? That is where the entire activities of such devotees uh, sprout from. It sprouts from the intention that I want to serve Krishna. Right? Jiver Swarupar Hoi Krishner Nityadas. That this is something that's very fundamental to all of us. That we are servants of Krishna and uh, any relationship that we have with Krishna starts at this point of servitude to Krishna. So the 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 pastimes <laughs> described in 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 this verse are not something that's cheap and mundane, like we think of uh, a relationship between a boy and a girl in this world, where each person is trying to satisfy the other person's senses, and if that that's not happening, then there is a conflict. But this is something that's exalted, that's born out of service to Krishna and nothing else. And hence, this is extremely pure. And that's why Shukadeva Goswami says, when we listen to the Rasa Leela, it purifies our lust. If something that is material and impure, how can it purify our lust? The, such things are transcendental in nature. So we have to look at things from that perspective. And that's why we need a spiritual master <laughs> who can teach us and make us see things from a proper perspective. And tell us what we need to do at a particular stage of our spiritual progress. Hey, you are still in a probably neophyte stage. You probably have to stick to the rules and regulations. <laughs> then once you are purified, this automatic Raghanuga Bhakti happens. Prabhupada says in the Bhagavatam that if somebody has uh, awakened this relationship of parental love or Vatsalya Rasa with Krishna, they should observe uh, Yashoda Maya, her activities, how she dresses, what she does to Krishna, like that, which is a higher stage of bhakti. Right? This is all there, but we have to figure out where we are in in our progress of bhakti, and then do things that are uh, that are actually appropriate for us, so that that it might be beneficial for us, that it might purify us, and that, and one day we can reawaken our swarupa and actually go and serve Krishna in that perfected stage. So I think we are. A little bit over time. I, I'll, I'll stop here. And if there are any questions or comments, yes, Mataji. Yes. Yeah, I, I. I don't remember, don't quote me on it, but I remember hearing Shivram Mahaj talking about Jiva Goswami or Vishnu Chakravati who resolved this. Several, So he writes this in, I think, Damodar Janani or in, in one of his lectures, Damodar Janani. But I think, I don't know is the plain answer. So I think so. One of the Acharyas talk about this. Uh, I don't know in where, but, but I'm not really sure of uh, the specific thing. Yeah, you can probably ask him.
So, so, so Sanatan Govind Prabhu is clarifying that uh, that although Krishna leaves Raj at 10, 11 years old like that, but he looked like a 16 year old. So that's how it's it's resolved. So that could that could be, it, but not really sure. But uh, again, for us, Gaudiya Vaishnavas, Krishna doesn't really leave Vrindavan. <laughs> Krishna is always there in Vrindavan. He doesn't even take a step out of Vrindavan. So Jiva Goswami says it's Vasudev Krishna who who left Vrindavan, right? So, Sanatan Govind Prabhu is giving the example of uh, throwing a stone in the pond. That when we throw a stone in the pond, there are ripples that happen. And then when another stone is again thrown, there are ripples that happens. And then these both ripples clash against each other. Like, if we are self-interested and then the other person is self-interested. So, this is how our interests uh, are in conflict with each other. It's, it's con- it's, I mean, this is what Krishna says in the in the Gita in the 15th chapter also, right? This is a perverted reflection. This, he gives the example of a banyan tree, right? This, And Prabhupada writes in the purport for the 15.1, I think, that this is a perverted reflection. And, the, and he says, we have never experienced anything like this in the material world, but you can think about it like a reflection of a tree on a lake. Right. So here, the reflection, the sur- the 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 object on which the reflection happens is the water. Right. So similarly, it is our desire on which this perverted reflection happens. Right. Our desire is for ourselves. That's why everything becomes perverted. That's how this entire material uh, nature is perverted. If we purify our desires, then everything uh, transforms itself and and cheto darpanamarga the holy names are the only way in the in the in, in kali yuga that we can purify our desires uh, by chanting krishna holy names correct oh yeah correct correct that's a, that's a good point that because it is perverted that this uh, paramore love, they call it, right? Parakiya rasa is condemned. It's it's abominable here, right? Uh, and yet, in the spiritual world, it's considered the highest rasa because the 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 paramore love is completely perverted here in the material world. But in the spiritual world, it's very pure in nature, and uh, and hence uh, and hence it's celebrated. Shukadev Goswami talks about it. Anything else? Okay. We'll stop here then. Grantra Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Shla Prabhupada ki jai, Gaur Bhakta Vrind ki jai.